Welcome to the Elevate podcast, brought to you by the Registered Master Builders. Each week we explore the ideas and practices that help us get the best from our businesses, our teams, and ourselves. I'm your host, Ryan Castle. We talk to experts, advocates, and business owners in the construction industry to share their knowledge, insights, and experiences to help you build a better business and enjoy a better life. Now let the business building begin. Today on the Elevate Master Builders podcast, I'm joined by Wayne Zing of Chancellor Construction. Wayne, welcome along to the podcast. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks for having us. Hey, look, excited to learn a bit about your journey. I guess you would say, are you a, a double citizen? So raised in, raised in China, but now do you call yourself a Kiwi? Absolutely. I've been in the country for um, oh, 22 years now, so <laughs> long time. Okay. <laughs> I came here when I was 18, uh, and um, I've just turned 40. Just a young fella. I wish. <laughs> so when I understand you have a bit of a background in finance. So tell us, how did you journey from uh, a career in finance to wanting to own your own construction company? Yes, that's great. Well, I started my, my, my banking career uh, in Christchurch after university. Uh, I did a bit of a double degree in both finance and engineering. So it's always my um, desire to um, involve myself in and building construction, especially after six uh, and a half years in, 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 in banking um, and, and a couple of years in leadership roles uh, within finance, um, it was um, the right time for me to step out of comfort zone and, and, and start a company. Um, initially, it was just to, to help myself to build uh, my first home, <laughs> I believe or not, uh, and, and I couldn't stop since then. <laughs> I like it. So obviously the first uh, build went pretty well. It was a good house that you built. <laughs> it was a little shared though I did, uh, but yeah, no, it was a good home. Um, uh, we started the company with uh, a bit of a spec and um, building um, model, if, if if that makes sense. Typically you go and buy a piece of land, um, you know, design, put a house on it and, and put on a market for sale uh, and hopefully you can make a buck uh, or two out of it. Um, so that went all well and good for... Um, about three years and the market sort of slowed down a little bit. It was time for us to change the model to more of your um, your mum and dad sort of uh, building company, you know, going out there selling uh, building contracts. Um, and uh, we did that for another two, three years. Now, really, really good journeys um, and a lot of good people have come along with us uh, over those years. And Wayne, starting a, any business is, is hard. Uh, we're familiar in the master builders environment of just how challenging and rewarding, but challenging starting a construction and maintaining construction business can be. On top of that, you've got the overlay of coming to New Zealand as an 18 year old uh, building. Can you tell us a bit of uh, your insights and what the journey has been like uh, getting that construction company started and maybe particularly from, uh, if I could use the word immigrant uh, perspective as well? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was it was hard for us to for me uh, to start a company as an immigrant, uh, as you said, for a, a couple of reasons. I think first is obviously uh, uh, putting myself through that door into a brand new industry, running your own business. You know, learning the ways to do business in New Zealand was a learning curve for me. Um, but thankfully, the um, the experiences that I've had uh, from my banking times, um, you know, that sort of helped me along. The other challenge was um, uh, being an immigrant. Um, you know, um, English was my second language. Working with you know the general subcontractors uh, market, you know your builders, your painters, just anybody in this game was uh, uh, quite a bit of uh, challenge for me to to get through. But I think uh, you know I met a lot of good people in this industry, so that really helped me to um, to establish quickly and now getting to a level 
where we have probably about 120, 130 guys that work in uh, for us almost on a full-time basis on our building sites. Wow. Yeah, it's a big team. Congratulations. That's a, a really scalable business that you've built there, there Wayne. And I see a uh, All Blacks jersey hanging over your shoulder on the wall. Is that is that still the dream? You still looking to make the All Blacks? <laughs> I wish I could. Yeah, no, it's funny you touched on that. It's a culture, I suppose, that we all have to endorse. Uh, you know, New Zealand being a, a rugby nation, a very proud uh, uh, All Black support country. You know, we we um, we as builders are not different to that. You know, a lot of builders are into fishing, into rugby, into sports you know i came from a, a different sports background um but it's something that we all endorsed and why what were your sports growing up what were you into oh uh you know a bit of soccer a bit of uh basketball here and there nothing too serious <laughs> right right so you, you're not telling you you didn't turn down the nba contract come and be a builder <laughs> no no the uh you know, build, build, builders is all very much like like a sports game. You know, it's a team. It's a team effort. Any good builders will be able to resonate um, with that. Great analogy. And tell us, Wayne, as a master builders member, how have they been able to help you in like the establishment and the growth of your business? Uh, master builders is uh, yeah, being being a member nearly about ten years. I think um, reflecting back to our earlier days, we didn't even have a contract to start with. You know, we had to get a lawyer to help with the contract. And now that the master builders have got. Uh, our libraries, they've got a lot of documents you can download from their website. You know, um, I think the members now are very well supported. I see a lot of newcomers in this industry are using master builders for various reasons, you know, uh, contracts, you know, admins, good stuff that they could draw from master builders, um, you know, uh, support. Absolutely. And when you've not only uh, built a business of scale, uh, but you're also a national award winner. You were the National Category Gold Award winner in the Winston Warboards Residential Project. Uh, we'd really love to hear about the award that you won, what led led to that, and kind of how did that make you and the team feel once you were able to win that award? So this Kotoitoi Development Stage 2 uh, project was a, a reasonably uh, small-scale project. It was only 18 homes uh, over two blocks of terrace townhouses. However, design of the project was rather very complicated. The use of terracotta tiles as a cladding system um, uh, is something that no builders have done in New Zealand before as a residential application. So it was quite a bit of courage for our guys to go out there and accepted the challenge in the first place to build something that no one has actually done before in residential market. There was quite a bit of team um, aspiration to deliver something that we would all feel proud in the years to come. And also we had a very uh, supportive consultant team behind us, you know, the architects, the uh, facade engineers, the um, structural engineers, and just the builders and the chippies on site, you know, all came behind that project and delivered a, a really successful uh, outcome. One of the highlights um, for me during that project was that uh, one of my project managers uh, had to work on a um, a special designed flashing on site. He actually almost slept on site, you know, trying to get through that uh, flashing designs for the flashman to come in, in the next morning uh, and take those details to to the factory to make those flashings. So a lot of sleepless nights, um, a lot of intelligence and a lot of dedication have gone behind that project. And the guys have done a stellar job and it's, it's just great uh, that the industry has recognised the, the success of this project. It's it's looking uh, great by the way. There's two colours, uh, two blocks, uh, one in red, another one in the dark charcoal 
uh, color building uh, right by the model by the number twenty model way. If you ever drive past that area there, Wayne, tell me how did the how did your team go about learning to work with the Jericotta tiles as a cladding system? Did they figure it out? Were they able to get some training in it? How did that process work? Uh, we procure the uh, terracotta tiles directly from Australia through CSR, um, and uh, the products got shipped uh, to New Zealand in probably one of the most challenging times in building construction during COVID. So there's a lot of delays, a lot of um, uh, issues with international shipping. Um, but we used that type, sort of downtime. We did a small mock-up uh, in New Zealand before the arrival of the big shipments. We got it through our facade engineer. We got it through a lot of the consultants and, and council inspectors. From that point, uh, we trained our builders on site. We trained our you know, window installers, a lot of people that are connected to the system from the start to the end of it uh, before the arrival of the big uh, shipment. So well, very well prepared for full time. So. And what was the response from your team in those other associated trades that you talked about? Did they like being involved with a new system? Did they like the learning that went along with it? How, how did they respond? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the builders uh, really enjoyed the challenge. Uh, it, was, it was a supported uh, environment. It was, a, it was a good challenge for them to take on. There was a bit of uh, doubt from subcontractors, but you know, we managed to turn that around and pull it off quite nicely. Good job. And Wayne, I know sustainability is something that's important to you. Uh, I think lots of organizations are talking about this. Some of them maybe talk about it more than they do. What does sustainability mean to you and, and in your business? How are you living sustainability? The number of houses that we build a year, we go through probably about 250 homes a year. So that's a lot of uh, terrace townhouses that we built. And as you can imagine, they will be generating a lot of rubbish. So uh, mindful of the pressure that we put on landfill, uh, we've initiated an, a site program, what we call Keep New Zealand Green. Uh, the program is designed uh, to recycle uh, timber materials on sites and picking them out of the rubbish bins and turning them into something that could be uh, reused or could be uh, valuable to other people. Uh, what we have done um, over the years is, is that we encouraged builders to um, to use offcuts to make uh, little furniture for um, the care homes for people that are in need of a little stuff uh, like that instead of uh, throwing them into the bins and, and there's a little competition going between builders you know, of different subcontractors on site it's going very well on the average month we will probably be uh, donating 10 to 15 pieces of um, little furnitures to people that would appreciate the use of them fantastic and what's been the best piece of furniture you've seen the team put together uh, it's, it's a little bookshelf, I think, uh, with a bit of uh, LED strips, almost something that you could uh, you could sell it on Tremi. <laughs> That's so cool. And I imagine that makes the team feel like they're connected and they're making a contribution to other parts of society. Must be good for the culture. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's something that uh, we just often forget when we become too busy, you know. Understand. And Wayne, I know you're a real advocate for your employees and particularly for bringing young people into your business. What is it that you look for in the people that you're hiring? We started the company with mainly young people that come through uh, the industry or we've trained a lot of project managers, QSs, and um, soon as they finish schools. Um, so this upscaling reason is one of the key motivations why uh, I'm in this business. You know, I came from a different background. Um, I had to train myself or I had to um, learn from others. So I know it's very important that we build environments within this business to help young, young people become better than who they are uh, uh, in the past. 
So uh, what we believe is that we would we would uh, recruit by attitude, uh, not not by experience. Initially, we couldn't afford experience. Experience is expensive, right? So uh, we would typ- typically ha- uh, train our guys uh, on the journey with us, uh, and then um, they could uh, move on. You know, when they become um, really really good um, for the next chapter of their career. It's never been um, happier for me to see these young guys become successful. And we need to endorse that culture. We need to build that culture that our people will come through and keep on uh, learning. And the senior guys will train the new guys like what they have done, what they have been through themselves. And this is why um, we are you know, reasonably successful is that we have got you know um, people that really bind to the culture and stay with us for that culture. Fantastic. And in a uh, interview situation where you're talking to someone about joining the business, how do you try to test as to whether they'll have the right attitude or not? It's difficult through uh, you know just one or two interviews, right? So uh, we we put them on tools, or we we train them on site, you know, give them a bit of opportunity to show to really show themselves and uh, prove themselves, I suppose. Um, and uh, yeah, no, so just really hands on, I suppose, on site. Uh, we typically employ um, people with very no or very little experience. Uh, and these other guys tend to go hard and uh, really go out there and prove themselves. All right. Love it. And Wayne, uh, there might be some people listening to this podcast that uh, firstly are in awe of what you've achieved. And I know you're a very humble guy and you just say, hey, I'm just a, just a normal, normal guy, uh, which is lovely. But what you have achieved and the business you've built uh, is impressive. What, what advice would you give to maybe another first generation immigrant into New Zealand who's going, oh, I'd, I'd love to be like Wayne one day. I'd like to start my own business. I'd like to be able to employ and uh, develop more people. You know, what what advice would you give them if, uh, if they were thinking that way? My best advice is to start early when you have nothing to lose, you know, um, get yourself out there. Um, you will make mistakes, but hey, it's more important that you learn from these mistakes and be better at it um, as you go. For immigrants, I suppose, you need to find a job and work for somebody else first. Do it for a few years and learn the skills, you know, especially communications with a culture awareness, I suppose, and a bit of negotiations, you know, building construction uh, is a tough industry. And dealing with problems, just really learn that uh, culture through your employment uh, and then go for it. Give it your best and uh, see where you can get. Yeah, it's great advice, Wayne. And tell me, can you give us uh, maybe some insight, an example of where you observe differences in culture and the style of communication, maybe between your uh, between China and New Zealand? I think it's the directness uh, in New Zealand culture, um, which will set a big difference between here and in China. I think uh, on building sites, uh, the Kiwis probably talk a bit more uh, openly and directly. Um, whereas in other cultures, they could tend to take it um, offline and uh, and talk between themselves. You know, whereas on the large commercial site uh, in New Zealand, everyone is copied into. For instance, you know, you write an email and everyone's copied into the email. You know, so I think it's uh, more efficient that way, uh, and you're able to hold people accountable and hold a team because you know, you can't build a, a, a you can't build a house by yourself, right? So there's, there's a lot of other trades that are involved indirectly, directly or indirectly in, in the business. So I really appreciate the openness and the directness uh, of the New Zealand culture uh, and how people communicate on site. 
And Wayne, in the business that you've built, there's been lots of uh, success, no doubt, challenge on the on the way through. As you reflect back on where you've uh, started and what you've achieved, is there something in particularly that stands out that makes you most proud from a personal perspective? I never thought about that, to be honest. Uh, you know, every every day is different. Um, so I, I'm just very proud to be able to live by a time that we have, you know, in every day that we have. But in terms of achievements, I think it's important for the employers, especially for myself, to see my guys become become successful. You know, um, if if they they grow themselves out to take on more challenges or bigger challenges, you know, it's just important to see see that they continue to use what they've learned at Chancellor, uh, and. Uh, and really shine and be proud of of that, uh, and 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 continue to develop themselves into whoever they want to become in the future. You know that's something you know, I often talk to my colleagues about. Young guy that spent uh, you know a year or two with us, and and now he's doing this, he's doing that, and doing it really successfully. Just something that you know that we all uh, appreciate and feel immensely proud about. Fantastic. And Wayne, closing question, where will you be and what will you be doing in 20 years' time? I don't know. I, I think uh, 20, 20 years in building construction is actually a long time. So I think um, we've still got a lot of homes to build in New Zealand. Um, so um, uh, we really want to make sure that our guys are doing the right thing, delivering the good, delivering the quality products, um, making sure that we... Um, you know, doing our bit to solve um, the housing crisis in Auckland. Yeah, so I suppose uh, just keep doing what we're doing well, um, and um, and ho- hopefully uh, help help a few guys along the along the way um, on the journey with us. That's my immediate goal at the moment. But in the future, I think um, from my background as a first generation immigrants in building construction, I think if we could uh, share my learnings and be useful to the future comers of my similar culture background is something that I, I like to do. Fantastic. Well, this is a very good first step, uh, Wayne, in sharing out this uh, podcast, uh, giving people insight into your journey. Thank you so much for joining us on the uh, podcast today. Congratulations on your achievements to date, but most importantly, I think the attitude you have shines through really clearly uh, that you're there to not just do uh, personal success, but even more so you think about the success of others and creating good community and good outcome for other people. So we salute you for that, Wayne. Thank you. Thanks, Ray. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure.